Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. So we're good. Yes. Hi. Hi. Oh my gosh. Wow. One episode in. (laughs) I love skating by. We're skating through. Did you see my, um, I posted a, uh, a color palette. I did, and then I remember telling you when you were going about um, your autumn colors, and you weren't sure. And then I saw that TikTok, and that lady was like, "People are getting diagnosed with the wrong colors." Yes, and I had reached out to you, and then you put that up, and I saw it, and I was like, "You know what? I see it." Autumn, you I, are autumn. Uh, autumn is it for me. And I did actually get um, a really cool email from one of the journeyers, and it was about um, she did. It was Erin. Uh, who was so awesome to write in. She sent us a color update and she used the resource colorwise.me and that's how she found her palette, which she wrote a hilarious thing in here. She wrote, um, everyone has to wear black to work and it was listed as one of my worst colors. I asked if I could get a doctor's note to wear mint green instead. (laughs) I love Um, that. (laughs) No, I was talking about this recently about work uniforms. If I was going to create work uniforms for my employees i'd like them to be the most fuckable employees yes ever like ups brown oh my gosh go with a short (laughs) go with a short and like how about a burnt orange yeah something but like some of some of these colors that you have to wear for work um aren't very flattering to a lot of people yeah yeah and and i feel like black is not that flattering to me either actually and when she said that i was like i have a ton of black because new york yes but now ever since the vibe shift i've really been buying a lot less black i'm like yes it's still my base color um it's still uh i i wear it but like going all black i'm like oh that's not i see the autumn tones where it's like yes a sage a burnt orange earth tones yeah it makes you pop yeah well because i i tend to wear a lot of neutrals it's easy but i do have to say whenever i see somebody that is wearing color a lot and it works for them i'm really impressed yeah i feel like that too and that's why i did get this because i was like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna rock a little lavender i bought a lavender raincoat i'm just going into the world of colors more even though it is a little hard to do to deal with the capsule wardrobe but I think if you're color blocking if you're like I can have a capsule wardrobe and color block like that's yeah. it is what it is well somebody because that's like a purplish color I yeah would say I saw this on uh TikTok a guy was saying he believes that purple is a good neutral and he was <gasps> talking about that with his um oh. table design that he and when he showed it I was like purple does actually go with a lot of colors I love that I really love that yeah. I think pink pink is a good neutral too just like I, per- yeah n- never together really because then it's like fifth grade birthday yeah. party <laughs> yes mm-hmm. definitely um so what we should just go into straight into our journey let's go straight into the journeys why not I mean I as you know I've kind of been like pinging back and forth between um I was eating crazy then I was like making the healthy choice which I really wasn't then I was on my sugar detox and then right when my sugar detox ended I felt great I was getting into the fruit but I I was just felt like I was immediately binging again and so I'm just like really trying to find a happy medium for myself of like yes making a healthy choice not depriving myself and just breaking away from fad diets because I felt like I was getting so caught up in it like 
even the 21 day sugar detox is a fad diet. Yeah. All of those. I think because we've been on earth now for a while. We've been on earth. We've seen the cycles, the (coughs) years of diets. And it's just like nobody has sustained them. You can't sustain it for a reason. Who's on the California diet still 30 years later? Right. Or the Atkins. They're dead. (laughs) You've fully had a heart attack. (laughs) I know. I had a, f- a friend who was doing Atkins. This was like in the early 2000. Mm-hmm. I think I've already shared this story, but she, it would just make me laugh. She's just like eating like bacon and then she would also party at night. So she's also <laughs> doing like cocaine. And I was like, this, I'm really concerned for you. I don't think you have shared that. That's hilarious. But I was like, what Atkins diet is this? <laughs> the cocaine. <laughs> yeah, the Todd Atkins or some other Atkins. But I was like, you, that that's why diets are weird because I was doing keto, but then I would break it and then eat pizza and candy. And then you're like, well, that's what happens when you're doing fad diets and then you break it and you're like, well, then I'm not really doing a diet. And now I'm it's dangerous what I'm doing. Yeah. Now I'm just like viciously overeating because I felt like I was starving. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was thinking like after I did the 21 day sugar, I was like, oh, maybe it's time for whole 30. And it's like this is another restrictive diet. Where I feel, I, I don't know where it's coming from with me. It's like, is it a pressure to stay young looking? Like, yes, when I am never eating sugar, I look great. Yeah. But meanwhile, it's really hard to maintain. And there was like a couple days, like my trip to Nashville, where I'm like, and I'm I'm actively anorexic right now because I'm just like, sorry, I can't eat sesame seeds. <laughs> well, it's also, I think um, it's something that you, there's no way, you can't control it. Yeah. It's really hard, I think, to stay on these fad diets. And then when you do break them, because you have to, because you're in a place that doesn't cater to it, um, you kind of feel like shit about yourself. You're feeling bad. And then it's like, yeah, getting into that psychosis, that's like such a bad place to be in. Where And then you're like, can I eat this strand of spaghetti squash? It's yeah. like, no, that's eating <laughs> disorder brain. You yeah. just go there. You just go there. And But I do think it's so interesting that even though we – Everyone knows like diets don't stick, but like it's still so pervasive in our culture. Like, is it society like trying to control women by saying like you have to spend like a pre um, determined amount of your focus on like what you're eating and like how you look like? Is that it or is it just like everybody wants to look their best, especially as you're getting older and you're like, oh my gosh, like you look at a girl, you're like, wow, she's hot. And you're like, oh my God, wait, she's 21. That's why she looks like that. (laughs) That's all I tell myself whenever I'm on like, I see fashion when they're, um, they're wearing like a baggy t-shirt over like biker shorts. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, they look really cute. And I'm like, oh, they're 20, 21. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I wear that, I look like I've gone through a week of depression. Yeah. <laughs> like, it I just know. doesn't work. If I'm out in baggy biker shorts, a baggy tee and biker shorts, then it's like, um, is everything okay? Like, were you mugged? <laughs> were you mugged while you were, like, your on the way on to- fire? Yeah. And- yeah. <laughs> is that the lost and found that you just <gasps> scrounged through? Or like, yeah, like, no makeup, like, scruffy hair. I'm like, oh, yeah, I used to look like that. I yeah. used to, that was a thing. Yeah, it's cute. Like when uh, sometimes I like young girls when they don't wear makeup and they think they look really cute, even with a little bit of dark. But then you're like, yeah, that's because they're 22. Yeah, they yeah. just look fresh. They do. I'm. I want their souls. I want. I'm. <laughs> I want to suck it out. But meanwhile, at the time of like 22, it's like you can't really appreciate it because you're like, I guess I look really good. Yeah. Well, then there are also be times even at that age. I remember still thinking that I didn't. 
I didn't feel or look good. Also, I was probably also a raging alcoholic. <laughs> That'll do it. But then I'll see photos and I'm like, I don't even understand why I ever thought like I was obese or overweight. Yes. At that time. And you're I, like, it's so psychotic and it's such a bummer. But I definitely say that uh, letting go of diet culture has been so yeah. nice. Yeah, I want to do that. I want to just release the diet culture and then also be like, it's not an excuse to eat a king size Hershey every night. Yeah, that's because I feel like that's that's where I'm at right now, where I'm either like on a strict diet or I'm like just treating myself and for weeks for weeks. Well, especially we're everyone's going on vacation. And this is what I have a problem with is like I didn't realize this probably until maybe my 30s I'm a person of pat I love my patterns yes me too a routine I do I love a routine and so when you go on a trip and uh maybe sometimes you're not in control of like the food buying right right I go in a kind of a tailspin because I like eating (laughs) if I I usually especially right now I have four meals that I just kind of make on rotation because I know that I like them and I feel like they taste good to me. They're easy to make. But then when I go on trips, it's just like I am snacking, eating potato chips. But I've gotten over the feeling of like, who cares? I'll just go back to my routine when I get back and everything yeah. will go back to normal again. Yeah. Yeah. But I've had that. It's the worst, too, when you're on a group trip and I like must eat lettuce. Yeah. I must have greens. It's oh, I, know. I need it every single day. Otherwise, I start feeling like ill. And not to mention, I'm like, now I'm fully constipated and I'm on like, I'm like on a swamp tour in With Florida. And people I'm kind of like, I barely know on that level that yeah. I can have to go to the restroom every And I'm like, I'm having stomach cramps. <laughs> so it always would drive me nuts when I, we'd be like on a group trip and people would be like, wings. And it's like wings and chips. And it's like, is there salad? I, know. I must have salad. You're like, we haven't eaten anything with color in about a week. It's been pizza. It's just brown and like beige yeah brown and beige foods that you're like I've got (sighs) to eat some vegetables yeah but that's why you've inspired me um I've been on a fruit kick you've been on fruit yes so talk a little bit about that well I've just I get oranges I love apples um and I just saw Nate Bergazzi this weekend and he was talking about how people when you say you're eating fruit and they're like you know that has a lot of sugar in it and he's like okay well let me see your fat fruit friends yes and you're like yeah it's okay like it's just because it has a lot of sugar doesn't mean that it's bad for you it's not bad for you and also like if you just save it until the end of the night then it's like mangoes have been my special night treat I love mangoes. The only thing that's frustrating about mangoes is that I want to eat the whole fruit and it doesn't offer you that because it gets that really weird, like, I call it a cat tongue. Yes, I know. I try to, like, suck it and then it just gets in my teeth yeah. horrifically. But you're like, I want it all. It just feels like a waste of a fruit that it doesn't let you eat all of it. Yes. Like a banana. Yeah. But it is fruit season and there's so much amazing stuff out there. Cherries. Like cherries. All the stone fruit. I love stone fruit. I love watermelon. Oh, yes. I like the watermelon salads with feta, balsamic, and like mint. Do you? I've never gotten into that. I had a watermelon gazpacho once. That, that was sounds good. It was okay, but I, I, I'm not like a mango salsa person. Like I gotta keep. I need a division between the okay. fruits and veg. Oh, I need a. I like them both. Do you? Yeah, I like a mix. Oh. Um, but I like. I also like putting. If I'm roasting a chicken, I like putting like dates or 
apricots or apricots. Oh, I'm into that. Yeah. I'm into that. That kind of fruit where it soaks up the chicken fat tastes really good. Oh. Um, but yeah, like you've inspired. So I've just been on a, a fruit bender. That's so awesome. Also, it's got fiber. It, it has fiber. And when you're when you're eating the dried fruit, you're not getting any of the fiber. You're not getting it. Well, you are getting the fiber, clearly. No, you're getting pure <laughs> fiber. <laughs> but you're not getting the water. Yes. The water. So it's like end of the day, little piece of fruit. Or like green apple, like those are low in sugar. So I just saw that they there is a the thing of like an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Apparently, apples have like this weird like I, I don't know what it is mineral or vitamin that like other fruits don't have that's actually really good for you. I love that. I yeah. love that makes me want to eat apples. Yeah. I so one thing I thought would be kind of fun is. Um, I looked up some of the craziest diets ever. I've just done a little Google search. I love this. I so, love this. yeah, I want to, um, I just want to, we'll just do a few because I, I literally spent like hours looking up this stuff and it's like, it is hundreds and hundreds of diets. And our friend Claire. Yes. Um, Parker. Parker. Yes. She was telling us that, and I had known this before because she's done like a bit of material about it, that she did like, she was doing something like the general electric like company yes. diet where it was like an orange a day or something it was weird like, like that day one you get an orange day two you get an orange and a cup of cottage cheese it was all like weird yeah. 70s foods of like then you can have jello cottage like, cheese is a 1970s food i have not seen it or had it since my childhood i i do love it i don't eat it often but it it's a thing that i Think of its mom culture from the 80s and 70s. Yes, totally. Because yeah. it's like low fat. Yes. High protein. But I do love Greek yogurt. I have a I have a Greek yogurt many times a week. Okay. So I'm so that's it's basically the same thing. The um oh, okay. No, this is actually we did talk about the master cleanse on here, and I was I was not surprised to see that on literally every list that I looked up. Yeah. The master cleanse is it is like do not do it, you will hurt yourself. It's crazy. That actually, I, I knew a lot of people that were doing it. It just never appealed to me. I think uh, denying yourself food is crazy. But I, you know, I, you know, you think about like the ch- there'd be drinking chicken broth for every meal. Yeah, and that's your only meal. I saw somebody had posted. Apparently, there was a Vogue interview or some kind of interview with Kelly Ripa, mm-hmm. and where she went through everything that she eats in a day, and they had to take it down. <gasps> oh my God! Really? Because it was so problematic I, like, I have one grain of rice <laughs> yes. it's like it, kelly well, basically she was describing like an eating disorder wow yeah i, I weigh out one piece of lunch meat <laughs> that does not surprise me at all no and it's like one of those things that it's like disgusting about entertainment world like i think everybody's just totally doing normalized. it and they've yeah. normalized i i saw an interview i think it was in bustle with uh i believe it was the, a juice company in Los Angeles and it was like moon juice or something. It was the, the oh, founder yeah. and it was in it. It was a very vegan raw foods. And it was like, I wake up, I have this incredible juice. Then I have like mushroom broth and then I have like a coconut um, yogurt. And it was like, yes, this is great. But like, how on earth are you going to have you having eight juices a day? Like how, no. How are you making eight juices a day? Absolutely. Like, and that's a probably a hundred dollars a day. Hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. It's too it's it's crazy. So you're like, wow, that sounds really good. Like that's what I would eat on like on my birthday. <laughs> well, one of the ones that kept popping up, which I find hilarious, is um the the sleeping diet. 
It's literally called the Sleeping Beauty Diet. And this, I don't know like when this one came, but it must be beca- from like the 70s, I would yeah. think. But it's like you literally just sleep. You literally just that makes sense. Sleep it off. Yeah, it's like that's um, so depressing. That's like another way to just also save money. You're you're just like I'm <laughs> hungry and I'm just going to sleep because I'm gonna. I got a big event in about a week, so I'm going into my cryo chamber. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I I just I think over time I think we're gonna start seeing no more fad diets, and it's just like. You just eat, just eat. I mean, like the the closest stuff that we have today, it's like we uh, we don't have the Atkins anymore. You know, like yeah. people still do do that, but I feel like that was the last one that was insane that people just like totally hopped on the bandwagon of like, yeah, I'm Atkins. Yeah, or like now it's like keto. Yes. Keto is like the version of that now, but it's like keto is not sustainable. It's not sustainable. I did it for a little while, and I have to tell you, you're cleaning a lot of dishes. Because you're yeah. going to have to cook a lot at home. And it's expensive. Yeah. It was really pricey. So I just, um, I got, again, and then I kept breaking it to go on trips. And then I just was like, oh, now I'm just having a poor eating lifestyle. Yeah. That it just was easier to be like, I think I'll just rather gain a few pounds and deal with it and try to dress better. Yeah. Or contour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just be like. The, the bo- Get the, my hair done all the yeah. time or something. The bottom line of every diet is like, or you could just be okay with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Or like paleo was one that I was like, oh, I'm really going to get into paleo because it's like no grains. And like yes. grains is the stuff that like if you if you starve yourself of carbs, then you're like me, I'm a little skeleton woman and I look amazing. But it's like. But you're miserable. You're miserable. And, and on paleo, you can at least have like fruit. Yeah. And like dried fruit. I always joked about that one because they also, didn't they call it the caveman diet? Yes, because that's the whole thing of like you only eat things that were around during the time of the caveman. (laughs) And it's like, this makes no sense. We've had agriculture for like 10,000 years. We haven't evolved at all. I know. And it also felt like now all the things that only cavemen would find is like the most expensive item in the grocery store. Yes, like pure bison. (laughs) pure raw bison cashews nuts and you're like these are the highest end qual like items that you would find in a grocery store yeah that was like no caveman would be able to afford or like bugs like rubs (laughs) or like eating your friend that died whoops (laughs) whoopsie yeah anything but i love like we are we are it does feel like we're moving away from fad diets of like um, you just eat grapefruit. Yeah. Like those are like the real fad diets of like, I'm getting married next month. Yeah. I did know a girl who she, stop me if I've told this on the podcast before, but she was like getting ready for her wedding. And it's like so insane that we put this pressure on ourselves, but it's like, where is it even really coming from? Is it really coming from you being like, I can't be fat at my wedding? Or is it like, it's just like been drilled into you from like every other person you've ever no yeah. got married that was like gotta fit the dress because like what if your friends are like oh my god you pig <laughs> it's like yeah maybe you, i don't want you in my wedding i know and then your hair is done and your makeup is done like i i just i don't know it maybe because you buy your dress a few months before you go that you don't want to overeat that you can't fit into your yeah, dress and you get it like fitted as well so it's yeah. like then you just have it staring you in the face <laughs> But this girl ended up, she was doing like, 
what is that like ephedra? <laughs> like, yes. Oh, where it's just like caffeine. Like it's like caffeine vitamins Nexitrim or something. Or yes, Nutra- yes, something Nutrislim. Yeah, yes, something like that. And she, first Dexitrim. of all, Dexatrim, which was speed. It's speed. And let me first of all, let me say she looked great. Yeah, <laughs> that is the <laughs> thing. That's she like looked amazing, but so toxic about all this is you're like, but they look great. Look, I look great, and I got a lot done. <laughs> That I've been a nightmare. I know. I have to be careful with amphetamines. I feel like there's no way I would become addicted to alcohol at this point in my life. I'm like, I'm good. You would have known. But like, I'm like, errands. I could run some. I could fucking run some errands. I'm just dashing all over town. Absolutely. Anytime I take the good Claritin D, I always <gasps> joke that I'm like, oh, love I it. love who I am on Claritin D. Yes. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I just pop a little Sudafed if I have to get something and done. Get some shit done. Oh, yes. Yeah. I love it. Summer. Speed. It's light cocaine is what you're doing. It really is. It really is. But then, you know, in terms of like a diet, though, it's like this is never going to work. You're going to you have to get off of it at some point. Yeah. You'll just get tired and And then you'll just want to eat again. Eventually you want to eat. Yes. I never understand these people. And I do see them like uh, like I, I don't know if it's some kind of illusion that I'm creating in my mind. But like, you know, a girl that she's like out at like a restaurant and she's just eating like. I'll just have like a, pr- a plate of broccoli. Mm. I'm like, do you never feel ravenously hungry? Because that is how I feel almost all of the time. Absolutely. All of these diets, I'm like, I am starving. I'm starving. And then I guess you just like, you know, a big like LA thing is like, just get comfortable with the hunger. And it's like, ah. Uh, oh, it's a fucking nightmare. And then also it's weird. I kind of get annoyed when you go out and somebody pulls that shit. That you're like, it's kind of like the comic that always has their laptop out. Oh, God. And you're like, are you really working? Yeah, yeah. Like, you, do you really need to do this right now? Like, why can't we just, like, hang out without you instilling fear that we're not doing enough with our careers? Right, right. And it's like, are, what are you even getting done? <laughs> you're like, you're writing a pitch right now in, like, the loud club? Uh, absolutely. I'm like, get your fucking laptop out of the bar. Like, well, you know you're hungry. And you're like, oh, should we get an app? They're like, mm, I'm good. And you're yeah. like, oh, really? I can only eat that. Like, I've decided not to put any of my dietary restrictions on any family or friends when I'm hanging out. No, 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 no. no. It's just, just keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> because it's a bummer. You make people feel weird. I understand maybe, like, vegetarian, vegan. But, like, honestly, it's I think it's kind of your responsibility to bring some of that. Yeah. Your own, you got to like, bring treats. your own stuff. You yeah. got to bring your own stuff. But you make people feel weird and ba- I guess maybe... That's bad. Maybe you should be responsible for other feelings and say fuck it. But like, I don't know. Well, but it's like just let people eat ravenously when they yeah. want to and just <laughs> join in. I know. Like, have you ever been to a, a a hang and there's a spread? And in my mind, I'm like, I want to eat the shit out of yes. this right now. And I'm trying to be cool about like the cookie situation. Yes. I've decided to just full on be myself I will eat four slices of pizza usually in the past it would be like I will only have two in front of people yeah now I'm just I just gorge wow that's amazing that's really strong because I feel the same way you're You're a hero oh oh my god who am I today I can't believe I'm even like I never eat a whole pizza by myself (laughs) I know I do feel like that I feel like I can't actually eat what I want to unless I am completely alone like I was at Mike's family for like uh, dinner and I'm like, oh, like just get like, let me get like a big portion of salad. Like I yeah. don't want anyone to know that I'm a beast. I'm a <laughs> wild animal. 
I know, but then I've had, I remember this one time with Joe's family because I wasn't drinking and then they like to have cocktails or, you know, like beers and stuff like that. And they were like, God, are you're like on your fourth cupcake. And I'm like this, how many Captain Morgan Cokes have you had today? <laughs> like, just leave me the fuck alone. I know. It's, it is so horrific when people comment on your eating. Cause I you're mean, like, don't yes. you think I am not commenting <laughs> on it in my head? You think I'm just like blithely eating a fourth cupcake? Like <laughs> nothing bad's ever going to happen to me. It's like in your mind, you're like, you're a pig. I know. And you're like, I will judge you back if you bring this on me about what I'm eating. It's really weird. I don't think it's like nice to mention how people eat what they're eating or what they're Never. doing. Never. Yeah. It's, it's, it is, I don't know where, what it comes from, but it's like, I have people do that to me, but it's like, I'm like kind of a thin woman, you know, it's like, I, I don't think of myself as thin, mm-hmm. but you know, it's like, we're, we can all hate ourselves. We all have the equal privilege of hating ourselves, Absolutely. no matter what your body looks like. Yeah. Um, but like, I think because of that, like people will be like, wow, you're really eating a lot. Like you're so tiny. And maybe they think that like, I must have like an insanely fast metabolism. And it's like, no, I've starved myself. <laughs> I've starved myself the entire day. And now I will feast. I was looking forward to this moment <laughs> and I'm going to gorge. Just, just let me gorge. And then you're eating, you're eating like so uncomfortable then because you're like, I guess I'm being watched like a hawk. <laughs> yes. No, it's um, miserable. Like, just let people eat. And one thing I do think I ha- kind of want to get into because I've I've been hearing some maybe this is a new science or something, but it's, and it is not a fad diet. It's just noticing what food that you're craving by your menstrual cycle. That's really fascinating. Cause I've yeah. never, everyone's always gotten the um, stereotype that women love chocolate during their period. And I'm not a chocolate freak. I think the thing that like I, 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 Oh, I'm a chocolate freak. Yeah. I love it, but I love sugar. But I think the thing that I saw on the period, the period cycle was like the first two months of the cycle. So like starting from the period to like ovulation is like you can, your body processes more fat easily. So it's like, you can get all the fats in there. Like feel free to allow yourself like little bacon, avocado, whatever. And then the last two weeks of the cycle, it's carbs. Carbs are like the big thing that you can process then. They should have that on those period tracking that they can be like, go for it, girl. Yes. <laughs> this is your week. Oh my God. Those period trackers, I used to use them and it was, I, mine was always so funny because I would have really irregular periods. So yeah. it, would, it would be like happy face, happy face, angry, angry, crying, <laughs> crying, crying. It was just like a full month of of like my own dysfunction um just um visualized yes. as, as like emojis it's like daggers daggers <laughs> like an emoji crying in the garage yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah lashing out at a family member <laughs> ah, yes anyway so that's my journey my big fad diet journey so uh, again i'm like moving towards and i encourage the journeyers like let us know let us know what eating realizations that you've gone to because i am on a journey of like being healthy, eating from a place of self-love and, but not chronically chaos. turning. Yeah. Not chaos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a fine line. It feels like it's a fine line. It is a fine line. I mean, you can just go on a bender. You can go on e- easily. One of my favorite things to do is think about what my last meal would be if I was on death row. Oh my god. And gosh. I have to say, I think it would just be butter and bread. Oh, a little sourdough. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love that you go f- simple. Yeah. Yeah, they, they would be like this. This is really outside of the box. <laughs> <laughs> we should let her live. <laughs> I feel like if I was on death row, I and this is maybe the only time I would eat this Krispy Kreme. 
Oh, yes. God, they're so crispy and so creamy. Because I, I live by one, and mm. I'm like, just keep walking, bitch. They're so good. I like donuts. I also just feel like I would go for a simple pizza. I love it. I have love a, whole a pizza. pizza. I love a pizza. I love donuts. I, I, the thing about Krispy Kreme, though, is that they are so, the sugar is so much that it's amazing when you're eating it. And then you get that horrific, like, aftertaste in your mouth where you're yeah. like, did I eat a rat? Did I eat a dead rat? <laughs> it feels, yeah, that's the thing. I, I like how it feels for five minutes. And then afterwards, you're like, I feel yucky. Yeah, I got to brush my teeth. Yeah. Or, or, like, walk around for a little bit. Yeah. You get that, like, weird depression afterwards. Oh, yeah, the crash. The crash. Hate the crash. So what are you on this week? Well, I um I was originally going to do I want to do I want to get more into books, but yes. I didn't have enough time to like put together a reading list that I want to do. So if anybody if you guys have really great book recommendations, please reach out cuz I'm always intrigued. I like stuff like by Malcolm Gladwell and like yeah. productivity or like human nature stuff. I'm reading Sapiens and then Homo Deuce, uh, which is the follow up of like where we're going as mankind. Wow. Sapiens is a, b- intense. That's an intense read. It is. It's so fascinating about it's like why we are the dominating species mm-hmm. and just like and then Homo Deuce follows up like probably where we're going mm. as a species. And I thought it was really fascinating. But Side notes, I so I have I have a lot of books that I've bought that I haven't read, and one of them same, same. is really funny. I was in the bookstore, and I go to Joe. I'm like, I think I might get this, and he's like, I just bu- I bought you that book last year for your birthday, <laughs> and it was a book that I had, and it was called Getting Things Done. <laughs> oh my god, hilarious! And also, um, also the author has written Getting Things Read. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's hysterical. And because I always like spiral that I don't feel like I'm productive enough. And it's true because TikTok has just like completely sideswiped me and yeah. ruining my day. But I do feel like I learn a lot. Yes. You, in tiny increments. I'm like, OK, I just bought a little mandolin, one yeah. of the choppers. I'm like, I, oh I my God, broke I down. love mandolins. Can't wait. Um, But so I was starting to read Getting Things Done. I forgot the name of the author it's a well-known productivity book and mm-hmm. it's just like keys to pro- productivity yeah but i have to say when reading this book i was like i think don't women just naturally do this yeah i just felt like this book was like you just do it naturally and he was just saying a lot of i did take um there's like a flow to things of like um you have a catch-all tray okay yeah so i have a tray of like paperwork and a lot of it's like stuff that if it needs to get done right away, I just put it on my desk, like paying a bill or okay. like a fine and stuff. And so you ask your stuff, to, can, is this something that can get done in five minutes? And then like this sense of urgency. And then you do that one. And then I, uh, so there's that. And then like, are the, is this something write down, like not necessarily your goals, but like what needs to get done this week for your goal? Okay. I guess. Okay. And it's like stuff that you can do do so a lot of it was like you know lady journey right promo stuff I can do that edit that reach out to somebody get something going on that and I've been writing I've been being becoming more aware of like to-do lists yeah so I do a to-do list and then I give reminders of when this actually needs to get done that way I know that it's I don't have to think about it and then it'll just pop up a week later oh that's great it's being like you 
know that you have time this week to do your Poshmark stuff. So I've been doing yeah. Poshmark. So I had a little downtime. Um, just the organization, just that organization of like keeping stuff in the front of your mind is like everything because the stuff just like flows by the wayside. And then you're like a year later, you're like, no, you're supposed to call Joe. (laughs) Because I get that too, where like, I will, I do like a lot of to-do lists, but like my brain, especially when I'm tired, like my, my brain goes into like a bad pattern of like, instead of being like, let me do five things today. Let me write down five things. I will write down a list of hundreds of things that I could never accomplish. I spiral. I take a nap. Yeah. I'm, and then I'm, I'm back up. I'm like, I got to get more <laughs> coffee. I do like three things on the list and then I'm just flipping out. Yes. So it's like I the ability to prioritize is something that I really struggle with. Well, I like the idea of like what can be done in the five minutes. Like is this something that I can do now? Yes. And so I just try to focus on all that stuff. And then all the stuff like – uh, later, like making a video and putting in like, all right, I want to make a video for this month. Let me reach out to th- who do I need? What do I need to do to make this video yes, happen? And then I yeah. start writing out my goals and then I put them in my phone as like, do it on this day. So I don't have to be like constantly thinking about it. Yeah, It can just show up as an alert um, and that helps. But th- again, like everything in your life, it's so chaotic because it is true. Like, Oh shit! I never replied to that text. Yeah, yeah. You just forget about it. You forget, and and also I think when you're freelancing too, and it's not like you're going to work. Like I'll get like an email on like Saturday. I mean, people people who work nine to fives, they also have this problem too, and that's like part of the whole thing of like working in the twenty first century, right? Yeah. Where it's like you're just uh, available, and it's like you can get an email or like. Then also I have stuff that's coming through like. Instagram messages yes. of like, oh, do you want to do I my podcast? That. I'm like, I don't know, you know, or Instagram messages. And I'm getting like stuff on Facebook. And then and it's so easy to just like let a little thing slip by. And then the next thing you know, it's like Friday night. You're like, it's my night off. And people are like, where are you? The show <laughs> is starting. You're like, I don't know who this is. <laughs> I'm so scared. I've had that where you're like, oh, my God. I didn't even put this in my calendar. I am so just, sorry. Yeah, I just committed to something and immediately forgot it. I had that where I saw the promo the day before mm-hmm. and then completely forgot about it because it just wasn't in my calendar. Because I look at my yeah, I, I just every night before bed, I just look at my calendar and see what I have to do for the yeah. next day. I have had moments of like this. Oh, shit. <laughs> I have to go to Philly tomorrow. Oh, God. God nightmare nightmare um but no it is really i think it's just like hard to do like put any of that organize it there because there's so many avenues as you said like everybody's reaching out to you on all these different social media platforms i would used to use my email as a to-do list Mm -hmm. Mm because you can kind of pin put those into folders and then go and check it out yeah later but I would have to say getting things done, at least the first part, I haven't read the full book yet, but um, he did have like a flow of like, okay, if it can't get done now, put that over here. And then what you can do after you get all your other stuff done. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would have that when I worked property management, you would just get like a thousand emails and a lot of it would be like, where's my 10 or some tax forms and all that. Mm -hmm. And I would, 
I would be like, it's like getting rid of debt to me. Right. Get rid of the small shit first so you can focus on the bigger stuff later. Oh, that's so interesting because I've heard a lot of productivity stuff that say like actually focus on the very hardest thing first for like your first hour of the day when you're like freshest. Oh. And so that's a strategy that I have used, although I find that, especially if I'm doing like, writing you know like writing is always the hardest thing for me or like any any kind of like creative like coming up with like a creative concept where I'm like okay I'm gonna do it first thing in the morning when I'm fresh and and then I almost like feel like my mind gets exhausted so then I'll be kind of like I could do errands for eight hours same I like stuff that doesn't get me anywhere yeah yeah (laughs) I know I'm like how about a little tweet here yeah. like nothing but I can do errands for like eight hours but when I have those days where I'm using the brain power then I'll be like okay I work four hours and then now I'm just wiped out yes and I can't even think about like doing anything else well I guess maybe it's just like to each his own because for me one if I'm working on something that seems like it's going to take a lot of mind power I don't want to do it because I'm thinking about other stuff that I need to get done that I always feel like it's just easier for me to wipe out all the bullshit stuff like yeah even like cleaning my room and then I'll just dedicate the afternoon for those few hours knowing that I don't have to worry about anything else I can get yeah. this little project done like editing or something I like that too I like that too yeah I think both both methods but I think it's like you kind of figure out what works for you personally mm-hmm. but I definitely feel like you should work on getting your flow down right yeah it's I I think I need to work on that too because I I do have like a a routine but within the routine sometimes I can get erratic and I think sometimes I can try to force myself to work past the point of productivity so I'm getting like diminishing returns you know it's like I'm doing really good like writing work for two hours and then like the last eight hours that I'm spending on it I'm just like plinking like yeah (laughs) like is this anything it's like no it's not it's ridiculous no it's all of that, I don't know. I think it, it's just like to each his own on that one. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I have been reading Think and Grow Rich, which I mentioned to you, and I've been talking a little bit about in the um, the weekend links that I've been posting on I the mean, Lady Journey blog. How do you do it? How do you do it? Well, it's, it is a very, I will say this, I started reading it because I was doing a new self-help routine of just reading one hour or like one chapter first thing in the morning because I was kind of getting in like a depressed place and then I was like I think I just need to like get the positive vibes going in the day so I'm not like sitting down at my journal like hey why do I feel horrific and it's just like a spiral yeah so I started out doing it just because because of that and it's a lot of it is about keeping your mind positive so you can have these positive realizations you know it's like if you have a negative mind and you're like I'm never gonna get anywhere I'm never gonna do anything and it's like then you are yeah you just get what you get but if you have a positive mindset and you're like okay like things are gonna open up for me I'm looking for the opportunity you'll be more likely to actually be able to uh, seize an opportunity when you have it yeah instead of seeing everything as like an obstacle yeah yeah so that's a big part of it but there are actually 12 other steps with they they insist that you need to not only um like really integrate them but like use them in tandem so it's kind of a lot even to master these 12 steps like one is like creating a really solid plan following through with it which it's and one is like being really specific about what you want which I'm like well you lost me there that's like the first step to everything I'm like but what 
Do I want? I'm done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, especially I love to draw up a plan. Yeah. Following it? No. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love planning. I like writing little check boxes next to everything. Oh, I love a plan. I love coming up. But I think a lot of times when I plan, it doesn't actually give you specific instructions for coming up with a plan. Yeah. And and that's part of, I think, the reason that a lot of my plans fail. Sometimes because I'm like, well, surely I could have my own TV show six months from now. And it's like I'm not coming up with – because there is no template for people in the creative industry of there's like things that are like smart goals of like I'm gonna have this in two months but it's like so much of what you want in your life actually you know is out of your control it really is because it boils down does that person like you yeah the gatekeeper right right or what you perceive as the gatekeeper yeah that you're like I always say whatever your goal is just do the things to reach that goal but know that that you might not get that exact goal, but you might get something parallel to it. Yes, that's so true. And and you're still keeping the forward momentum. Yes, because it's easy yeah. to get like stuck. And that was the other book that I want to look into. If you guys, if you know anything about this book, I just read or saw it. It was one of the ladies that works for Goob. She has a TikTok now about like book recommendations and self-help stuff. Who love it. And hers was talking about like, especially for... Uh, creative types and and probably any entrepreneurial thing if you're trying to get a business off on the ground you will run into like resistance like probably like emotional resistance Mm. and then it teaches you how to work through that and to accept it (gasps) oh that sounds great I think it's called um, get the work done get the work done yeah I had a great book I think maybe we talked about this before but it was called the war of art Yes. Have you read that one? No, and I've heard, I think I may have tried to read it and I felt like was it kind of religious? It's not religious. It's no, it's not religious, but it does feel like the author is screaming in your face. <laughs> the the tone is psychotic. It's downright aggressive. Yeah. Um so it is I could see that you like when I was reading, I was like, what the hell is this? Maniac. Maniac. Um, but it does, it kind of personifies the resistance of creative process. And it talks about kind of like, you know, hacking it down and like cutting it off and like all this, you know, violent, um, uh, like figurative speech. But um, I did find it really helpful just to like think of resistance identify it and personify it so you're like oh I know what this feeling is when you're like I don't want to work and I can't because I'm terrified I don't think it'll be good enough yeah I think you kind of have to push through that perfectionism and just I gotten better with it of like I'm just gonna make crap make the crap yeah make your crap yeah better done than perfect absolutely because I think the more crap you make then the it'll just naturally get better if your intent is there yeah and just focusing on the work and not focusing on the receptant yes. the reception well i was thinking about this the other day of like you know and they're saying like negative talk you should negative talk yeah but then i'm like yeah but i'd like to think of myself as a coach yeah and i'm the bobby knight of self-coaching yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> well negative is very um motivating it's yes. motivating from a place of fear. Uh, it works. It works. <laughs> it's like, you stupid idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> but the thing about Think and Grow Rich, which I am, I am actively trying to apply this to Lady Journey. And I do recommend people um, read this just because, first of all, I love the positive, like, mental vibes. I love that. But the context is really hysterical because it's, like, written in the 30s. And it's like, why any man in the 30s with a suit could just show up <laughs> at, at J.G. Hoffemeyer's workshop and get a job. And it's like, okay, any white man, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, any man with a credible brain. It's like, how about the women? Like, was it, were women just, like... <laughs> Women were like thinking positive thoughts, or like uh, black people just like, oh, sure. And then, like, they're showing up and getting the door slammed in their face. Absolutely. <laughs> I've always thought this. In all of like self help motivational world, it's generally minus Oprah. That's yeah. why I think she resonates really well because we saw somebody come from struggle yeah. and do it. But I, I would rather just see like a grow rich book from like a first generation immigrant yes yeah of, like an el salvadorian woman being like i moved into an apartment complex with other family members and we pull our resources together and we would buy rice and that and i saved that money and we bought a restaurant together and now we have like a big huge mexican or el salvadorian restaurant chain yeah that i'm like i would rather see that store or like read that book than like a story of like uh a man from oklahoma takes the train to new york <laughs> city and it's just like I wonder why he got a job at Thomas Edison's factory. Like, why? How could it be? He just showed up. I mean, I had that with, like, the Rachel Hollis self-help. And yeah. her husband is an executive at Disney. <laughs> of course. I'm like, you yeah. were connected. Yeah. Every Your circle was, like. That's not self-help. That's <laughs> other help. <laughs> I, so that I'd, I'd rather uh, read a story of a, a person or a woman moving here with no network at all and then showing us how she did it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, but I am going to I am going to be working Think and Grow Rich on Lady Journey. So we'll see in one yeah. year if I'm able to read my mission statement every <laughs> night before I go to bed, which I've already fallen off a little bit. It's stuff like that where you're like, I guess if I could read and visualize the mission statement every single night and every single morning, I guess we probably would be there. Yeah. But it's really hard to <sighs> even do that. I'm like, I want ice cream. I say one week. Any also, I love the beginning of any self-help. But then when they start going into the chapters of what you need to do, I'm like, done miss me I just love fantasizing <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah let me go back to the visualization <laughs> Visualiz uh, I live for visualization love it it's hard love to it. push through but it would be fun to be like if we guaranteed you guys will be making another extra thousand a year if you listen to our podcast yes I know that's how Give it's us your done. money <laughs> if you join our patreon your dreams <laughs> will come true but please do join our Patreon because we have some really fun stuff. This session, we are going to be having a bomb-ass, dare I say, a bomb-ass commentary on The Deep End, the Teal Swan documentary. So you yes, have some time to watch of, it. It's um, going to be very um, heated. Yes. It's going to be heated uh, like Teal Swan's pool. <laughs> What? What am I saying? And anyway, also, please like and subscribe. We're almost up to 100 um, reviews yeah. on Apple on the iTunes. So please get us there. Yeah. Thanks, Lady Jane. Journey. Lady Journey.